Hello, hello. This is Gracie with Self Care with Gracie, and I'm back podcasting again after a, a pretty good pause. Uh, for those of you who don't follow me, I went to India for two weeks on, a, on an Ayurvedic retreat, and I I wanted to lead like a little uh, podcasting, just like a short, like, hey, I'm going to be gone. Uh, you won't get podcasts for a couple weeks because I hear other podcasts doing those sometimes. So. It was on my to-do list and I kept kind of putting it off. And finally I was driving to the airport and I was stuck in traffic and I I started to record one and uh, the sound quality would have been so horrible on it. So I I ended up just not doing it and got on the plane and went to India and and beautifully disconnected for two weeks. There was no Wi-Fi at the center. So it it felt, it felt good. Um, And that, so that's the silence there. And just so you know that on the other end of it, it was actually like a a detox. And uh, a lot of things happened when I was in India, which is what I want to share with you today. But I think not having Wi-Fi and internet and uh, text messages and Instagram, all of that felt really important in my experience the The reason the retreat center did not have Wi-Fi was the coolest reason I've ever heard. It's because it's um it's a tiger preserve that that the land is on. I think there are like seventy eight tagged tigers or documented tigers in the region and maybe even more. But the government won't let them put the Wi-Fi towers in. So amazing. And at first few days, I really did feel like I was going through withdrawal. I was taking all these pictures and really wanted to be posting them. I wanted I wanted my likes. I wanted to update everyone on what was going on in the trip and share it out virtually. I wanted to, to know what was happening. I wanted to feel connected in the way that I'm, my nervous system is used to connecting to the world, which is, I'm going to say it sadly, majority online these days, which isn't any to say anything negative about the online connections that can happen because I, I think that there's like an amazing innovation in the way that we can communicate all over the world through the internet, but it, it does come at an expense. And, uh, I was, I was really feeling into that. So not only was I going through a little withdrawal of not having the thing I was used to, I was, um, being introduced to situations that felt familiar to me. Um, like, going to bed really early when, because there wasn't much to do at night. So we would go to bed sometimes at 8.30. At the center, we would sit around and eat our meals with a big group of people and talk to each other, a lot of human connection. They do a lot of fire ceremonies in in traditional uh, Vedic culture, like the yoga culture. So we would start each morning with a fire ceremony and end each evening with the fire ceremony. So it was like these really natural rhythms of life that, that for, you know, so many thousands of years, our ancestors have been evolved to begin and end their day with fire and to sit and eat with people and to sleep after the the sun goes down. And what I was doing was I was moving away from the, the unnatural, which is electronics and being able to move away from the natural cycles. And I was being asked to move into the natural again. And it was not without a little bit of discomfort, even though I, I I could even feel as I was doing each of these actions that it was benefiting me on so many different levels. As a result, our, our group, uh, there were eight of us that went together and then another eight that were at the retreat center about, we got very bonded with one another and really talked about the things that mattered and shared our struggles. That was really beautiful. There was a, a monk who was staying with us French French man who uh, has been studying Buddhist 
practice and um, being a monk for the, the past decades of his life, he had recently received a terminal diagnosis and had come to the center partially to see if he could get treatment, but partially just to be in a beautiful place and cared for um, as maybe he nears the final months and weeks of his life. He he was an immense gift or is an immense gift to each of us there. Uh, he took some time to, to sit and talk with us and really share about, you know, his own spiritual journey and help give us advice and perspective on our spiritual journey. I, I learned a lot from him. I'm very grateful for that. And, and I kept thinking that all of these things, like had I had Instagram, like maybe I would have gone back up to my room at night and, and gotten on my electronics instead of spending time talking to this wonderful man or spending time at the fire ceremony. Um, and there, there's something that's so immediate about the electronic world. We all know that, but it, it, it's making me think that the things that maybe are most sustaining to us are the ones that aren't so immediate and that, that take a little bit more time and that maybe we have to go through a little bit more discomfort to get to. So that was one big takeaway from this, this Indian adventure. Um, another one was getting to really see how Ayurveda was practiced. Um, it's Ayurveda, for those of you who aren't familiar, it's the sister science to yoga. It, the oldest written documents are Ayurvedic texts. And from thousands of years ago, they've, they've developed, they, the Ayurvedic practitioners of, of the beginning, developed a very sophisticated system of medicine, which included in, internal medicine and plastic surgery even. Um, and it's, the whole idea is, is that we need to live our life in balance with the rhythms of nature around us because we're not separate from nature. The same elements, fire, air, water, earth, ether, that are out there making up nature are, the, are, are going on inside of myself as well. And that when I start to forget that, when I go out of balance, I will, my body and my mind and my spirit will resent, <laughs> they will respond with disease and that's on the physical level actual disease and then on a inner level it's more like dis-ease like not feeling good and the way that you do this is you you live a lifestyle we call it dinacharya which means you know adherence to nature's rhythms we wake up early go to bed early eat your meals and in accordance with the rhythms of, of digestive fire, which means eating more earlier in the day when we have more ability to digest and assimilate and to limit the amount of stress and emotional worry that we, that we let into our spheres. So it, it's interesting to look at addictions because I think I definitely had an addiction to stress. I still probably do. And probably my internet addiction feeds into that. So, we, we met early on with the doctor at the center. He's, uh, was a young guy. Like his grandfather was an Ayurvedic doctor and he'd been studying since his early twenties, medical school and Ayurvedic school. And he diagnosed each of us so differently. I, I was like, so ready to get the, the secret health thing that was wrong with me. I, I was really convinced that I had like something wrong with like my adrenal glands. And he looked at my tongue and he took my pulse and blood pressure and he got my medical history. And he was like, I, I think you're okay. Which honestly was a little bit hard for me to hear because I, I had gone like ready to get the enemas and ready to do all the vomiting treatments and all the, all the weird stuff I had heard about. And he did not put me on any medications. He didn't do any of that stuff for me. I, I basically, we got to work on my hip, which has always been a little bit sore, doing muscular skeletal work and a lot of relaxation work as well. 
and uh, it, it showed me that um, <laughs> it's okay to be doing okay. That was my big lesson. And then there were people in the group that I totally thought were, you know, I would never have dreamed that they actually had health stuff to work on. And he diagnosed them with needing to really work on a few things and having the more extreme therapies. So it was, it was cool. I think we all had maybe a little trouble accepting what we've been prescribed because sometimes we resist the thing that's actually going to help us the most. But we got into the rhythm of being there. So first week was a lot of, like I said, like decompressing from wanting to, to be in our normal sphere of reality and, and going into this more natural way of being, which felt like a remembrance once we started to get into it. Like, oh, it's like, oh this feels n natural and normal. The retreat center itself, it's like, it's really remote. It's on this like mountainside and, and they've constructed most of the, the, the cabins that you stay in. They're all made out of natural materials. So the floors are wood and the bathrooms are stone. And the idea is, is that you're never touching anything that's not made of nature, like these five elements. And the food that we ate was very simple, beautifully presented, beautifully prepared, but just the, the kind of the basic things like proteins and carbohydrates and vegetables that we needed to, to feel good, all, all made with very healing spices. The therapies were a lot of oil massage, and um, they do this cool treatment called shirodara, which is where you, you drip either warm oil or um, cold buttermilk on your forehead, like a massage back and forth for maybe like a half an hour, just dribbling it. And uh, for those of you who've never gotten it, which I'm assuming is most people, because I had barely gotten it before this, um, see if you can do it. And if you can do it like six consecutive days in a row, which is what the therapy is, I, I highly recommend it. I, I would just zone out and every day it got more, more zony. And I, I realized like how much stress I've been carrying with me that I hadn't even let myself look at. And I got myself, um, I got Zen, I got relaxed. I got, I got, um, I got in my body. I, um, I, I took some time to slow down and then I realized why I've been trying to stay so fast and busy all the time is because there was some stuff I had to look at in there emotionally that was hard. Um, and I won't, I won't go into that now. Maybe I'll, maybe in future podcasts, but it was a lot of looking at familiar patterns of things that had happened in my family growing up. And, and more than that, looking at the ways that I've built defenses around those and the ways that I've, um, I've really walled myself off from connection and, become passive aggressive and all of these things that were subtle, but they were also, they're also the things that have been controlling my life from like the background and, um, and being in this retreat helped me to bring it to the foreground, which was awesome because I had, I got to deal with it, but it was not awesome. And that, that, that shit is painful to feel. And every time I've gone to a retreat, it's painful. Like, I don't know if there's a way around that when, when like, when all of the all the things we've tried to escape come to us. So I dealt, I spent a lot of time crying for two days. I'll be honest that I was very comfortable and familiar with the floor of my room because I, that was like the, you know, like that best crying position, like fetal position, just so the tears can kind of slide out and like support of the floor. I, I needed that. And I needed to feel really sorry for myself. Um, and I needed to rage and I needed to confront and I needed to, to connect a lot of dots and I needed to talk it out and I needed to be alone and I needed to not be the leader of the group. Uh, we've been doing a lot of cool group meetings and, you know, I was the leader facilitating and helping and doing the thing that I'm of course really good at because that's part of the, <laughs> it's part of the construction of personality is if I'm helping everybody else, I don't have to help myself. 
and it got to the point where I, I needed the group so much in that moment that I actually like turned it over to someone else. I'm like, can you just facilitate this meeting? And I need to get the stuff out. And it was, it was really beautiful that, um, the, my, my, uh, deputy facilitator stepped up and I got to, I got to be vulnerable, which is hard. I didn't, I didn't like it on a lot of levels, but I also knew that like, that's what I needed and I was going to explode if I didn't. So I'm not going to say I got to the bottom of it because I, I believe in the spiral that like we think we we think we heal and that's sort of what the ego says. But what we do is we we get a little better. We make a little progress, but it's not perfect. And I don't want to pretend it's perfect at all because I, I'm OK. I, I like being in process and, and I like what's I like knowing that there's more. And if there was no more conflict, if I had it all figured out, there there really wouldn't be more. But I will say that since coming home, I feel amazing. <laughs> And not in any kind of like brand new makeover. Like even though I like, you know, I look in the mirror and I keep looking at my eyes. I'm like, wow, my eyes look clear. Like I feel that. But I, I just feel the sense of stability of myself and, and, and responsibility for my own life and like really ownership over my life where I see like nothing is out to get me. All the patterns that I feel like are running me are really just habits and that, um, that it's my choice how much control I want to take over my own fate, my own destiny. And, and the cool thing is, is like after two weeks of, of deep rebalancing and retreat, like I have that energy and I have a lot of guidance around me. I, I feel humbled in the right ways that like, I don't, I don't feel that special right now. Honestly, I feel, I feel like the special thing is the thing I want to avoid. Like I want to be, I want to be learning. I want to be in process. I want to, I want to listen. I want to hear things. I want to learn. And if I, if I can share about that from this place and it helps other people, then I'll teach, but it's not about me having the information and somebody else not having the information like that, that pattern and thing. Like I want to kill that (laughs) as many times as it needs to pop its head up because that just makes me suffer and feel alone. And again, this wasn't like, super strong before, but it was there in the background and it was, it was running the show in some interesting ways. So I, I think I'm ready to like, just take the next step, but, but it feels like the orientation to the ground is different. And I, I, I don't feel as alone as I did before on some level. And, um, and the whole time I was there, I was having these dreams of like searching for things and feeling lost and running around and, um, for those of you who are into Ayurveda, like there's definitely like Vata feelings in those dreams, like that ethereal, scary, ungrounded feeling. And since I've been back, you know, I had, I've had to get over my jet lag. Um, but the past few nights I've had these like very grounded dreams where I, I feel like myself and my dreams. And I wake up feeling really grateful to, to be here and to have this, what I have right now. And, to share it all out with you all too is, is very cool. So I, I hope that some of this has made sense. Um, that was my intention is to just give a snippet of like what, what retreat can be. And, um, and and for those of you who are interested in doing a retreat, I'm doing one to Peru and Machu Picchu this August 5th through 13th. It's, it's an incredible 10 day retreat where we go, we stay with a family of healers who have this deep connection and, um, really connection to the land, the, the land that they build their, their property on the retreat center is, is like very powerful. And we do 
the normal thing where we go see the ruins, but we do it in this completely unique, beautiful, mystical way where we, we go with like a lot of reverence and we go with people who are, who are healers, who understand this connection. We do a sweat lodge together. We learn about our, our connection to ourselves. It's, it's an amazing group. We work through a lot. Your life will not be the same after you go. And, and you get to see Machu Picchu, which is just like everything that it's, it's promised to be in Peru, which is, you know, for those of you who listen to this podcast now I have a very strong connection to Peru I've lived there and travel there often and I if, if I can share anything with you it is Peru and then second would be like Ayurveda in India so maybe come to India I'm going to go next year too and maybe not maybe do your own thing but just know that that you taking some time away and maybe going through a little bit of discomfort as you detox from not using your cell phone as much for a week or um, spending a little bit more time really connecting and talking to people or building a fire at night, or whatever it is that makes you feel connected, that that's all worth it. Um, and it's not it's not a bad thing if feelings come up around it. And I think the, the capacity we all have to feel like autonomous in our own lives and responsible is probably directly connected to the willingness we have to go through some of the harder feelings that can come up if we're really, really, really willing to take responsibility and, and be our own people and live our own lives. At least that's what I'm learning. So for today, for this week, for this coming back from India, um, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Sending you big love and remembrance of, of who you really are and just how powerful you are. Talk to you soon. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also, write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. And remember, keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place.